0: again and uh, it's a bible study and i know that god is going to bless you as we are going to be diving into the word of god today and we're going to be talking about rest rest it's going to be like a series for a long time uh and talking about rest but before we go into our study today i want us to start with prayer and i want you to pray join me in prayer father in heaven we thank you for everything you've been doing we give you all the glory and honor and praise for another privilege you've given unto us. Thank you, Jesus, because you have been a blessing unto us. Thank you, Jesus, because of what you are going to do today. You said you sent your word and you healed them. And you deliver them from their destruction. And you are going to heal us today and you are going to deliver us. I pray in the name of Jesus, everyone that will be part of today's Bible study, Lord, that you are going to bless them. Their life will never remain the same. And the revelation of your word will come to them. Thank you, Jesus, for what you have done. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen, amen in Jesus' name. Thank you for being part of this story today. And I'm going to be talking about rest. You know, rest. Rest is a promise that God promised everyone. And we are going to be examining rest. Rest today. I want us to look at... Uh, the topic about rest from the book of Hebrews chapter 4. And if you turn your Bible with me to Hebrews chapter 4, we'll just read from verse 1 and we'll just read from verse 10 and we're going to be looking into it. What does it mean to have rest? Uh, What are the kind of rest that you can have? In what area that God wants you to experience rest? And I believe after today's Bible study that you are going to experience rest in your life. So, Hebrews chapter 4, let's look at what it says. It says, Let us therefore fear, lest a promise being left us of entering into his rest. Any of you should seem to come short of it. For unto us was the gospel preached as well as unto them. But the word preached did not profit them, nor be means with faith in them that heard it. For we which have believed do enter into rest, as he says, as I have sworn in my rod, if they enter into my rest, although the work was finished from the foundation of the world, for he spoke in a certain place of the seventh day on this wise, and God did rest on the seventh day from all the works, and this place again, if they shall enter into my rest, look at that verse 6, saying therefore it remaineth that some must enter therein, and they to whom it is preached, entered not in because of unbelief. Again, he limited a certain day, saying in David, today, after as long as times, as it is said, today, if ye will hear my voice, I can not, are not your heart? For if Jesus has given them rest, then would he not afterward have spoken of another day? There remained therefore a rest to the people of God. Verse 10 that we are going to stop where. It said, For he that is entered into rest, he also has ceased from his own work, as God did from his. And I wanted to look at rest. Uh, was something that God himself propagated. It was started with God. If you read Genesis chapter 1, it talks about God creating the whole earth uh, in first to sixth day, but on the seventh day, the Lord rest. So God has a promise of rest for his people. He wants us to be able to enjoy rest. He wants to enjoy that. That's an enjoyment for every one of us to be able to enjoy rest. But I want us to look at rest in two ways. There is a physical rest from everything, activities, work, and everything you do. And also there is that spiritual rest that you can enjoy. It is the plan of God for you to be able to access rest. And if you look at the physical rest, God told the children of Israel that they should walk. Walk for six days. But on the seventh day they should not do anything they should ah uh, they should enjoy themselves they should marry because it is a promise unto them. He wants them to be able to enjoy have long life be able to enjoy what they have labored for. Yes you have worked for 6 days but it is very important to rest. You know some people work and work and work and they don't have a time that they give themselves a break to rest. It's good to work But do you have a day that you give yourself that physical rest? That you just rest from everything you are doing and then you just concentrate on yourself and refresh yourself, enjoy yourself, eat good food, sleep. You know, some are even sleeping, but actually they are not resting. You know, it's possible to sleep and still your mind is not resting. You wake up after sleeping, you still find your body so tired. You know, it's like you're still working. It's because you slept, but you never entered into rest. But what is the Bible talking about when it's talking about the children of Israel that they never entered into rest? What is that kind of rest that he's talking about? How do you assess this kind of rest? How do you get into this kind of rest? I'm not talking about the physical rest, that you have to uh, shut down everything you are doing, and then you just give yourself a break. And you enjoy yourself with your family, your friends. But I'm talking about the rest that God wants everyone to enjoy. The rest that He's talking about, we are going to look at it because he told them that the message was preached to them. Look at verse 2 of Hebrew chapter 4. He said, For unto us was the preach, gospel preached as well as unto them. But the word preached did not profit them, not being mixed with faith in them that heard it. So what brings you to a position of rest is what? Faith in Jesus. Faith in the word of God. It says the gospel was preached to them. You know, you also hear the gospel of Christ. You hear the message of Christ. If you have faith in the word of God, it's going to bring you to rest. But God is saying that despite the fact that the message was preached to them, they heard the message, the children of Israelites, when they left Egypt, Moses spoke the word of God to them. He told them about the word of God, the promises of God for their life. But they did not enter into rest. They did not enter into the promise of God. They did not enter into that land that God promised them. They missed it. How did they miss it? They missed it because what? There was no faith. There was no faith. You can assess rest. You can be at rest when you have faith in Jesus, when you have faith in the word of God. When the word of God comes to you, you believe it, it puts your heart and your mind and your spirit, soul and body to rest. Let's look at what the Bible is saying. How many people left uh, Egypt and how many people actually entered into the promised land? And how did they enter into the promised land? Did they enter into the promised land because of their labor? Or because they believed God? How did they assess the promised land? If many of them, three million people, left Egypt, slavery, entered into the wilderness, God proved himself in Egypt so that they can know him, so that they can believe him. As God is doing all those things, delivering them, walking through Moses, Moses believed God, they believed Moses, They should also believe God. They saw the wonders of God. They saw all the miracles. They did not do anything to release themselves, to deliver themselves, to free themselves from the slave master. God did the work of deliverance. He delivered them by his own hands. But now God brought them into the wilderness and he began to teach them. And he thought that they are going to believe him despite what they have seen. So it's possible to see miracles, to see uh, the greatness of God, but still you did not believe God. You saw it, but you are still living in unbelief because of the hardness of your heart. But God wants us to see the wonders, see the signs and wonders. And those things should bring us to Christ and we as believers begin to believe the word of God. You know, there are many promises that God has made unto you. And let me tell you something. You can only assess all those promises of God if you have faith. If you don't have faith, you will miss the promise of God. Just like the children of Israelites like in the wilderness, and they never got, get into the promised land, they miss the promise of God. They miss the blessing of God because what? They never enter into rest. Let's look at what uh, Hebrews chapter 3 he was talking about. It says, uh, look at Hebrews chapter 3, if we just we read from verse 8 and look at what the Bible is saying, before we go and examine uh, what happened in the Old Testament, and then we'll come back and see what is happening in the New Testament. For you as a believer that God is expecting you to enter into rest today, and you begin to enjoy the blessing of God. Because when you enter into rest, the Bible says you cease from work. You cease from work. You cease from trying to work things out yourself. Look at Hebrews chapter 3, verse 8 and 9 says, "Adding not your heart, as in the provocation, in the days of temptation, in the wilderness? Look at that. When your fathers tempt me, prove me, and saw my work forty years, wherefore I was grieved with that generation, and said, They do always err in their heart, and they have not known my way. Look at what the Bible is saying. Before we get into Hebrew chapter 4, the book of Hebrew is bringing us to the background of what happened in the wilderness. We're not in the wilderness, but we know what happened in the wilderness that God blessed them. He provided food for them. They are always murmuring. They needed water. God provided water for them. They needed food. God provided food for them. They needed shelter. God did that for them. They needed protection. God did protection for them. They needed healing. God provided healing for them. God was like, all these things I've done for them. I think they will believe me. I'm thinking that they will enter into rest, into a position that they unite with me. But despite everything that God did for them, for 40 years, these generations and those generations did not believe God. Are you part of those generations now that do not believe God? Despite everything that God has done for you, when God do a miracle for you yesterday, today you start murmuring again. Today you start thinking God cannot do it again because God spoke to you uh, some months ago, and God blessed you some months ago, and in this month, you are beginning to doubt God. You are beginning to walk in unbelief. You are beginning to to act murmuring, sorrowful, depressed, forgotten what God has done, because you yourself has not entered into rest. You know, God's plan is for everyone to enter into rest. I'm not going to talk about that. He says, look at it. Verse 10 says, God was grieved I'm going to give you an understanding of why God was grieved. Because those generations, all of them perished in the wilderness. They were tempting God. They were proving God. They saw the work of God, but they did not enter. God was grieved. The will of God is not for any of us to suffer. The will of God is not for any of us to perish. The will of God for any of us is not to be punished or or wallow in sin or, or not enjoy the blessing of God but is free, but you have access to everything that God has done by faith. You can only access everything that has been done, finished, by faith. Let's look at what happened in the, uh, in the book of Numbers, chapter 13 and 14. And then we'll come back into the New Testament to see uh, how you and I can enter into rest. And be at rest totally that you are not worried about anything. You are not worried. You are not worried. Believe in God. knows the promise of God. And you are holding on to the promise of God. And you believe God. If you look at Numbers chapter 13, the Bible makes us understand that uh, uh, in verse 1 that they send what? They send 12 spies into uh, the promised land, Canaan, to go and view it, to go and see what is there. But they came back, 10 of them came back with wrong news. Despite the fact that they saw all the blessings of God, and God has already spoken to them, that I'm going to give it to you. The land that you are looking at, I am going to give you that land. That is their rest. But they did not believe God. Look at what Numbers chapter uh, 13 says. If you look at what verse 32 and 33 is saying, it says, And they brought up an evil report of the land which they have searched unto the children of Israel, saying, The land truly through which we have gone to search it is a land that eateth all these inhabitants. Therefore, and all the people that saw it are men of great stature. Verse 33 And there was, there we saw giants, the sons of Anakins, which comes of the giants, and we were in their own eyes as grasshopper, so we were in their sight. They brought bad news. Do you work with people that will also bring bad news instead of bringing good news to you, instead of bringing the news that God can do this, developing your faith, encouraging you, lifting you up, you're working with people that always bring bad news. They always talk about discouraging things. They don't encourage you. They don't bring the word of God that is going to bring faith to you. Are you working with those kind of people too that are going to drag you down to their own unbelief? They are going to drag you down and make you think that God cannot do those things he has spoken unto you. Are you working with those people that are allowing sin and the devil to torment you instead of you rising with God, rising in faith and believing God and go there to secure the land and the promise of God for you? But let's look at what the Bible is saying about two people. Only two people that entered rest. This generation did not enter rest, but two people have a different spirit. They believe God. They believe God. They believe God. God. Let's look at what the Bible says in uh, Numbers chapter 14, and if you look at um, verse 24, verse 24, look at what um, Caleb is saying. Caleb, the servant of God, saying, saw all the things that have happened, but Caleb believed God. He says, but my servant Caleb, which he had another spirit with him, and has followed me wholly, and him will I bring into the land wherein he went and his seed shall possess it. He said, my servant, Caleb. God called Caleb my servant that believe me. My servant, Caleb. Are you a servant of God too? Can God boast about you that you are a man of faith? That you are a man that believe God. Despite everything you pass through, you believe the word of God. As God is speaking to you, you believe it. You are working on the word of God. You are believing what God has done. Let's look at what verse 27 and 28 says. It says, As how long shall I bear with this evil congregation, which murmur against me? I have heard the murmuring of the children of Israel, which they murmur against me. Verse 28 says, Says unto them, As truly as they live, says the Lord, as they have spoken in my ears, so will I do to them. The congregation that doesn't believe God, all these people that kept money that God cannot do it, and they want to die in the wilderness. They are thinking that those people are anarchists. They are giants. God cannot do this for us. The Bible says, as they are speaking, I'm going to do to them what they are saying in my ears. And that's why it's very important that you must be careful of what you are saying. What are you saying? Are you speaking out of doubt, unbelief, or are you speaking out of faith? Are you speaking what God wants you to say? Are you speaking the word of God? Or you are speaking what uh, doubts, evil things are saying unto you, and you are speaking it that you are confessing evil things concerning your life. Even when God is saying that he wants to bless you, you want to do this in your life, you are confessing the wrong thing. You're supposed to go forward, but your words are going backward. Are you confessing the word of God? Look at what the Bible is saying concerning Caleb and Joshua, that they believe in You know, we are talking about rest, 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 rest. So in this generation that we are talking about, they miss the promise of God. Why? Because they never believed God. They never believed God. They did not believe him. All those things that God did in their sight, all the ways that God delivered them, all the ways that God has been providing for them for 40 years, they did not believe. Two people enter into the promised land. And this word is coming to you today also. Are you ready to enter rest? But we are going to examine some things. How do you enter rest? How do you enter rest? You just have to have faith in Jesus. The rest that we are talking about is what Jesus has done. When you believe what Jesus has done, you have entered rest. And I'm going to be looking at some areas in which you should have entered rest now. You you should have entered rest when it comes to salvation. You should have entered rest when it comes to healing. Because all those things are already given. it's already done. It's done in Christ. Christ has done everything for us. You just have to believe him to have access to it. When you believe Jesus, you have access to what Jesus has done. I'm talking about healing. You have rest when you believe Jesus for blessing. We're going to be dealing with that some days. It's a freedom from the devil. When you have faith in Jesus, you are free from the devil. Devil is subjected to you. You are not uh, fighting against the devil like you are equal. You are, the devil is under your feet. You should have rest when it comes to dominion on the work of God. Dominion. Walking in dominion. That is what God wants. He wants us to have rest and enjoy rest. We talk about prosperity in all areas. But I want us to look at some areas, some things that Jesus Christ has done for you when we talk about rest, what Jesus Christ has done. And I want you to begin to imagine and look at it and believe Jesus for what he has done and begin to enter rest in your heart from all the troubles of life from today. Look at what the Bible is saying in 1 Corinthians chapter 1. And we're going to look at verse 29 and 30. 1 Corinthians chapter 1, 29 and 30 says, that no flesh should glory in his presence. Look at what verse 30 says. It says, But of him are ye in Christ Jesus, who of God is made unto us, what? Wisdom, righteousness, sanctification, and redemption. Jesus Christ is made unto me. Is made unto you. Jesus Christ has obtained uh, everything for you. He said that no flesh should glorify in his presence. He doesn't want you to work it out yourself and say, ah, it's because I did it. That's why I made it. But now you have access to everything that Jesus has done. But you have to believe him. When you mix your, the gospel with faith, when you mix the gospel with faith in your heart, you enter into rest. He said, Jesus Christ has been made unto us wisdom, has been made unto us righteousness, has been made unto us sanctification. Has been made unto us redemption. Let's look at what the Bible says. Also, when it's talking about what Jesus has done for us, Second uh, Corinthians chapter one, and we just look at verse twenty. Second Corinthians chapter one, verse twenty. I was looking at it during this week. I'm looking at it, and I'm it, it settled everything. It means that even before you ask, it has been given unto you, you are asking and demanding what has already been finished. You are not working it out. You are asking what is available for you as a child of God. Second Corinthians chapter 1, verse 20 says, For all the promises of God in him are ye, and in him, amen. Unto the glory of God by us. All the promise of God. You know, we're reading the book of Hebrews chapter 4, and the Bible is talking about that these people did not enter rest. Because they did not mix it, with the word that they heard, the gospel, they did not mix it with faith. But now in the New Testament, look at what Jesus has already done for us. Jesus has finished it. You don't need, you don't need to bother yourself. It's not something you're working out. You are not working it out yourself. You are not supposed to work it out yourself. You're supposed to enter into rest to enjoy what Jesus has done. When you don't enter into rest, you are missing what Jesus has done, in which has been given unto you. Look at what Corinthians is saying. He says, for all the promises of God. Let me tell you something. Looking at all the promises of God in the Old Testament, everything that they need to obtain by the law, Jesus has fulfilled the law. And because Jesus has fulfilled the law, every one of us in the New Testament have access to what Jesus has already done. Jesus has fulfilled the law. He fulfilled the law already. He died on the cross of Calvary for your sin. So the blessing of God is poured upon everyone that believe. So Jesus has already done it. So 1, 2 Corinthians chapter 1 verse 20 says, All the promises of God in Jesus is yes already to you. And what? It's amen. And I want to ask you, what are you asking from God? Maybe you need healing. It's already done. The Bible says by his stripes we are healed. But if you don't believe Jesus, you will never have access to healing. Provision is already done. You see, according to his work, he He will supply all of my needs according to His, his glory. Jesus will supply all of your needs. Talking about the blessings that they need to have access to. When we talk about Deuteronomy chapter 28, Deuteronomy chapter 11, if you do this, you are going to get this. If you do this, you are going to get it. In the New Testament, you just need to believe Jesus. If you have faith in what Jesus has done, you have what? You have access to everything. Everything is given unto you already. It's not something you need to labor for. It's not something that you need to stress yourself for. Let's look at salvation, for example. Salvation. How do you get salvation? Is it by your works? Is it because you are good? Is it because of what you have done? Is it because you are so holy that you have access to, right, to salvation? Is it because of your giving that you have access to salvation? No. You cannot use all those good works to have access to salvation. And that's why some other religious people are missing it. They want to use all their giving, all their good works to have access to salvation. They have never entered rest. It means they have not entered into rest. Because salvation is what? Believing in Jesus. Let's look at what the Bible says in Ephesians chapter 2. And we will look at verse 4. And I want us to point our attention to verse 8. Verse 4, Ephesians chapter 2, verse 4. And then we look at verse 8. It says, but God, who is rich in mercy for his great love, whereof he loved us. Now look at verse 8. It says, for by grace we are saved through faith." He said, not of works that anyone should boast. What? He said, God is rich in mercy and what? In great love towards us. And Jesus, by grace that he came on earth, has given everyone access to salvation. He said, by grace we are saved through faith. You are saved by what? by the grace of God, but you have access to what Jesus has done. That is salvation from sin. By what? By faith. If you don't believe Jesus, you will never be saved. That's what um, Romans chapter 10, let's look at that too. Romans chapter 10, if you look at uh, verse 8 and 9, that is talking about how you can be saved today. I want you to enter rest when it comes to salvation. I want you to surrender your life to Jesus today. And stop worrying about everything. And stop working it out yourself. God doesn't want you to work it out yourself. He wants you to have access to rest. He wants you to enter rest. That is the will of God for you. To enter into rest from all troubles of life. That at the end of the day, you are already saved. You can enjoy. You can enjoy all the blessing of God. Romans chapter 10, verse 8 and 9 says. Let's look at verse 10. Let's look at verse 10. It says. If thou confess with thy mouth that Jesus Christ and shall believe in thy heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. What do you do to be saved? You do what? You confess. You believe Jesus. That Jesus Christ came to the world to die for your sin. He was buried for your sin. He resurrected for your sin. He finished the work of salvation on the cross. There is no other sacrifice you can make is already made for you. All you need to do is what? To believe Jesus as your Lord and Savior. And when you believe him, what do you need to do? You confess him. You confess Jesus. And the moment you confess Jesus, you enter into rest. Look at what the Bible is saying there. To every one of us, because many are full of troubles of life. Many are carrying a lot of troubles of life. And you don't know the solution to your problem is what? Is just coming to Jesus. Just talking to Jesus. Look at what the Bible is saying in Matthew chapter 11. And we look at verse 28. He said, Come unto me, those who are laboring and are heavily laden. And he says, What? I will give you rest. He said, Come. You know, God knows that you are troubled. God knows that you are, you are carrying a lot of burden on you. God knows that you have anxiety and, and worry about many things of life. But he knows that you cannot carry it on yourself. You cannot carry it on your own. You cannot carry it. It's not a load that you can carry. It's not something that you can bear the burden on your own. But Jesus is saying to you today that he wants you to enter rest of salvation that I'm talking about. The first rest that everyone to enter into is the rest of salvation. He said, come unto him, those who are laboring and are heavily laden. Come unto me, those who are having a lot of worries, anxiety. You are carrying a lot of problems in your life. You are facing all kinds of battles of life. He said, I will give you rest. Look at what 29 is saying. He said, take your yoke upon me, and learn of me. I am meek and lonely in heart, and what? And ye shall find rest for your soul. He said, when you take his own yoke upon you, when you yoke yourself with Jesus, he said what? And you are learning of him. You take your, his yoke upon you. You take his burden upon you. You bear together with him. You fellowship with him. You say, you see, I want to have a relationship with Jesus. And you are learning. He said what? You will have meekness and loneliness because of what he has. And don't what? You will have rest for your soul. I don't know what you are facing today. I don't know what is going on in your life today. But I don't want you to also miss it. Just like the Old Testament people missed it. Those generations missed it because what? They did not miss the gospel, the good news, the messages. They were hearing what? With faith in their heart. They lacked faith and they did not enter rest. But God has access. We want to grant you access to rest today. But do you have faith in Jesus? And if you are growing in unbelief and you are having hardiness of heart, to believe that Jesus has done this for you, it's time for you to just surrender everything to him and let him carry it. And I want you to surrender your life to him right now. And I want you to begin to talk to Jesus about those things that you are worried about. What are those things that you are carrying on your own? What are those things that are bothering your heart? What are those problems that you are having in your life? I want you to begin to talk to him right now. I want you to begin to talk to him and you will see peace coming into your heart. When Jesus takes your burden, you will see the peace of God that flows into your heart. The Bible says, do not be anxious for nothing, but with prayer and supplication, let your request be made known to God. And it says that what the peace that surpasses all understanding will will flow into your hearts. The peace that surpasses all understanding. You don't understand how you, you can deal with the problems of life, but God is going to give you peace today. Let me pray with you. Father in heaven, we thank you for what you have done today. Thank you for your word that has come to everyone that have heard you. That you have the promise of rest and you want to grant everyone access to rest. And I pray in the name of Jesus, whatever they are facing in their life, whatever the problem that they are carrying, the labels, the burdens, the things that they are worrying about, that you are going to carry it for them. They are casting all their cares upon you today. And I pray in the name of Jesus, you are going to give everyone of them access to rest today. In the name of Jesus. Those that are not saved, I pray for the salvation of their soul. As they begin to confess you as their Lord, that you are going to save them from all their sins. And you are going to pour your grace upon them. And you are going to renew everything in their life. Whatever the enemy has placed upon them that is troubling their life, I pray in the name of Jesus that they will enter rest from every suffering of darkness. And they are free today in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for what you have done. In Jesus' name we have prayed. I want you to learn from Him. The Bible says learn from Jesus. I pray that God will bless you. We are going to continue uh, Bible study next week.